listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. Yo, yo, hey, yo, there's two ways into the hood, one plane, the other smoke a chronic like straight to the brain. Hey, yo, let's get loose. Hennessy straight, little tomato juice, queen style. My gun's fully Italian. Now y'all niggas recognize the dallions. I play the best hood at OT with Tim Westwood. Used to be on section eight. Now my section is good. Thugged out, niggas. We eat as much as we could. And I don't give a fuck what. You will say my shit. I don't give a fuck what. Yo, you say real shit. Y'all niggas like extra skin on my dick. Listen to Bob Marley. Y'all funny niggas like steve harvey hey welcome to the blackout test podcast your host rod and karen and we're in the house on a saturday morning uh and it appears karen that that is a joke i believe but someone on twitter both i saw both do it first but i guess someone posted as a joke an excerpt from ben carson's book uh gifted hands he also has a movie about his gifted hands that used to come on hbo Okay. um but <laughs> i just got a kick out of this it's not true i don't believe it it's just so funny it says as we began to set up camp for the <laughs> night one of my classmates yelled in terror and pointed directly behind me standing just a few yards from our group was a gigantic and angry grizzly bear nearly 10 feet tall and on its hind legs and waving paws that looked like they could take a man's head clean off everyone in our group screamed in terror before trying to turn to run everyone except me caution you've got to get out of here played my camp counselor think of your gifted hands tm <laughs> the trademark is really in there but i wasn't afraid this isn't an animal i thought and animals have this is an animal i thought and animals have brains <laughs> i began to slowly <laughs> <laughs> okay oh. i begin to walk slowly towards the grizzly holding out my hand and maintaining direct eye contact the bear's ferocious demeanor gave way first to uncertainty and then as i placed my hand directly on its head an appearance of complete tranquility friend bear i said gazing directly into the animal's eyes friend ben came to response not spoken but felt that's the excerpt <laughs> i don't even i was like just the fact that people think it might be true is enough to say how much of a joke that dude's campaign is right because he said the most stupid shit like i don't think it's real but it's so funny i can see him saying that a lot right oh god this nigga be lying you lied about the church's organization i mean the popeye's organization oh my god yeah <laughs> i think you want him over there by the register uh <laughs> anyway i don't want any meat i'm just in popeyes to hang out <coughs> what a dirty rice right uh the official weapon of the show is the taser an unofficial sport bullet ball a bullet ball extreme and today is a feedback episode and it's brought to listeners just like it's brought to you by listeners just like you mm-hmm. that's right people that uh sponsor the show uh people that uh you know donate to the show people that uh you know obviously premium listeners Mm -hmm. so many people that make this job the best job in the world and that love uh helping us out and love hearing what we have to say every week and giving that feedback it's awesome and 
you guys surround us with so much joy and love i feel like we had the best fans in the world so um but uh we do need to give everybody props of course feedback it can be put in many ways you can leave us five star reviews on itunes and stitcher we read them on the show it's dope you know if we we like them we read them uh you can also email us the at gmail.com you can leave comments on our website the blackoutist.com and uh yeah you leave you can vote in the polls on the website and leave comments there as well um all right and then we'll um shout out the people who actually did take the time out to donate real quick i dedicate this song to recession depression and unemployment this song is for you today's a new day that's right it's hey. a new day and we got this new money mm-hmm. uh terry w recurring donator thank you very much terry thank you damien jackson who I, I am for real recurring donator portia s recurring donator thank you very much portia uh that might be new i'm not mm-hmm. sure i don't have heard that before jason f recurring donator thank you jason thank you chet f recurring donator thank you chet yes gerard l recurring donator thank you calvin n recurring donator thank you calvin Hooking us up. mcdonald's good luck with yeah good luck with the mcdonald's terry m recurring donator thank you tawana j recurring donator mm-hmm, sweetie all these recurring donators I mean, we'll be seeing them next month cedric w cedric the entertainer thank mm-hmm. you very much linwood c thank you very much linwood thank you uh gabriel l recurring donator natasha t recurring donator and she's brand new mm-hmm. welcome to the new members class right uh michael f recurring donator double a market consultant also recurring donator and that is it for this week but that was a lot of people thank you so mm-hmm. much guys thank you everybody but there is a sunshine nothing but clouds dark in my heart and it feels like a cold night it ain't easy but today's a new day Tell me where are my blue skies? Where is that love, y'all? Where is the love and the joy that you promised me? Tell me. All right. The truth is. I almost gave up. I'm powerless. I can't explain. The holy ghost power, y'all. All right. Uh, fell to just like a shower and. You know, I like that little song. Uh, I know. I can't believe I randomly picked that. Um. All right, five star reviews on iTunes. Let's read them. Um, the first one is from Sharif, and it says, "I agree with Karen. Crumb snatchers aren't for everyone." Five stars. I heard about this show from Keith and the Girl podcast, a BuzzFeed article slash a BuzzFeed article, and have been listening to this show since May. This husband and wife team challenges you to think outside of your preconceived notions on such topics such as race, gender, sex, age, etc. The show is basically all of your social sciences electives rolled into one a, uh, a few hours a day. Uh, now that I think of it, I wish there was a TVGWT university where university president Rod and dean of students Karen would run cost-effective programs like Day Walking 101, <laughs> How Not to Be a Bigot 204, and last but not least, Guest the Race Hotel Edition 501. <laughs> <laughs> Also, I feel like Karen would double as a Spanish professor as her road R's are everything. <laughs> yeah, they're not in any of the places where Spanish people put them either. No. Anywho, I hope to see them both in 
the spring semester where i will be uh, furthering my ma in love and marriage with emphasis in battle royale thank you very much sharif we thank appreciate you. it and uh, of course shout out to keith and the girl doing big things over there mm-hmm. touring right marathon yes Woo. uh <laughs> they're some hard-working people man i clear people always say well why do i say they the best podcast the, the motherfuckers don't never take time right they did a chill. 10 day a 10 city tour in 10 days they literally traveled across the country and they already doing a marathon right already, right behind hours. it right but uh yeah man they that's the model right there um and uh yeah we thank you for um for listening and uh checking us out and and uh sticking with us since may uh i love you guys this is by blue stars 3893 karen you've been getting on me to leave this review and now that i have downtown from school here it is thank you rod and karen are one of the best podcasts i have in my rotation because i hate looking at the news i turn to you guys to provide me the news of the day plus some hilarious jokes that's that the stiff newscasters would never give me i started listening over a year ago but actually found a podcast about two years ago when i first saw the title i thought it would be on that don lemon's tease <laughs> a lot of people think that whenever you uh hey this is ryan and karen and uh what's going on with you niggers uh but yes, i gave we're it a, here to tell you that none of you niggers are shit and yeah we're um, also here to tell you that you should vote republican what's, what's more offensive negroes not tipping their slavery we'll be right back <laughs> but i gave it a listen and fell in love i appreciate all your commentary even on things i don't agree with which is very few because it gives me another perspective and may also shift how i think about things keep doing what you're doing and as soon as i graduate get me a job i'll be upgrading to premium status hey, hey thank you sweetie at Falouse underscore brown says unbelievable five stars just giving you guys your weekly five star but i might bump it up to daily because of podcast uh, the podcast i see ahead to you we got to do better tbgwt nation <laughs> <laughs> well thank you for that review thank you rad and kern from will be smoking that name my girlfriend turned me onto this podcast first podcast i've ever listened to and i have never looked back i have never enjoyed being toyed with by mainstream news and this is a great way for me to catch up on current events while busting the gut guests are always entertainment and set entertaining and segments are to die for yeah i was talking about this the other day on twitter man like hey man support the people that support you because that i listen to podcasts myself because i don't like turning on msnbc to hear some slanted view that Mm -hmm. they're just looking at me as another statistic you know no 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 real emphasis on the humanity of black people but Mm -hmm. all about bringing two people on to argue with my humanity i I don't like that shit me either and it is infuriating and it makes you mad yeah you know turn on cnn they bring on like a police officer that blames every black person for getting beat up you know like why does that guy have a job and why do you employ him and why do you call him right you don't care no so i would rather listen to people that care i don't need to be fucked with every day of my life thomas from baltimore said greatest podcast team ever five stars this podcast is one of the funniest and most thoughtful podcasts you will ever listen to the best team i found in podcasts of any genre all love thank you thank you wow that's a high praise Mm -hmm. a perfect blend of reason and ratchet one of the greatest podcasts out here period says serious moonlight Roz. i listen to tbgwt on stitcher but it wouldn't let me leave a review there so i'll just do it here on itunes i first discovered ryder karen through another awesome podcast this week in blackness twib shout out 
uh rod and karen provide hilarious and insightful commentary on various subjects from nerd culture to current events they have also introduced me to a lot of other great podcasts through their guest co-hosts the recap shows for game of thrones the walking dead and fear the walking dead are by far the best i've ever heard in fact i am now an avid game of thrones fan because of the blackout tips listening to tbgwt has become one of the highlights of my day take a listen and i bet you'll feel the same way wow thank you yeah we love elon and all that god the crew over there yeah that was some uh that was some good ass reviews thank Thank you you everybody and then stitcher we got two new reviews you know these take a little longer to post Mm -hmm. uh fifi larue says five stars simply the best i love 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 your show it keeps me alive and alert while i slave for the man you work for tiger woods (laughs) oh (laughs) (laughs) that's a little little inside baseball there i found you through black blacking it up when it was called that oh you've been listening for a while yes you have and i've been an avid listener ever since then karen i love you for riding out for women and not standing for nonsense you even got my man agreeing with you which i can't even get to happen and i have sex with him oh lord <laughs> <laughs> please hug a baby it is very ho- common smiley face no. as long as you don't get peed on right please give a seminar on how to be a good reasonable man we need it again i love y'all keep up the great work uh thank you fifi larue thank you sweetie cold bear i think this is the person that uh ben carson fought <laughs> uh five stars says simply awesome hey rod and karen i started listening to you guys around episode 1000 and have kept up with a steady diet of your witty commentary ever since i just wanted to thank you both for what you do you're a breath of fresh air during the stormy turbulent year well thank you man i know uh podcasts have helped me through some tough times as well and you know you know I, i never can repay all the stuff that people just were able to get my mind off of stuff that's yeah that that's true and because we were podcast fans i mean yeah podcast fans before we became podcasters we understand how it is to love something and support the people and then have them no longer there because you know we've listened to podcasts for years and some of my favorite podcasts no longer exist for various different reasons but it's just one of those things where you know you love you support you see feedback you know just let them know that somebody's listening because especially when you first start you feel like you're talking into a black hole so i want everybody to continue to um send us five star reviews on itunes and stitcher because that stuff matters it go it goes up in the rankings to leave us a uh, five star review on itunes go to any apple device type in the black guy who tips up in the top left hand corner type in um five well it said write a review write five stars and you can leave us anything there if you do not have an apple or ios device actually put itunes on your computer leave us a review and then you can take itunes down it doesn't leave you a virus or anything like that if you want to leave us a five-star review on Stitcher, the easiest way to do it is to Google the Black Guy Who Tips Stitcher page, and it'll actually take you to the link to leave a five-stars. If you have an iOS device, it allows you to leave uh, comments uh, per episode, but those don't show up on the page, guys. So I want to tell everybody thank you in advance, because I know some of you out there, mm-hmm, you, 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 and you, mm-hmm, I know you ain't left a review yet, mm-hmm, I know you ain't, mm-hmm, I see you y'all better get on it you know she don't play <laughs> i see y'all there 1063 white acquaintances was our uh feedback show um and the poll we didn't get any comments on the poll but i'll just say it right now instead of before i read the other comments mm-hmm. did you dress up for halloween nah yes i sure did 81.67 percent of our audience did not dress up for halloween which means 18 percent of you guys did dress up and i did see some of y'all on the facebook group mm-hmm. 
looking good dressed up in costumes y'all had a good time yeah man got some good stuff going on there thread about bras it was titties everywhere yes it was for those of you who are like what do i want to see titties too um you can log on to facebook on your on your facebook page type the black guy who tips in the search column and two pages will pop up one is the regular fan page and one is the closed group that's the one you select and then we have to approve you to get into the group guys yeah and uh you know we don't approve everybody to post and if you know we don't approve spammers and you know obviously if you do some fuck shit then you're out of the group um nate heavens writes yo so i've emailed before ex bernie supporter but this is my first comment wanted to comment on the intelligence thing if that's okay so i actually consider myself to be very socially unintelligent oh because we were getting into the thing where people were like i do you find intelligence sexy and you want to date date intelligent people and mm-hmm. or te- i think it might even be intelligent women i can't remember for we sure. was focused on women yeah but because i was like i doubt i and like you know of course the poll came back it's like we love intelligent women and i was like yeah I, yeah i think everybody says that like, right i don't I'm, think it's true right you love intelligent women until you meet an intelligent woman yeah i just i think people just don't like smart people in general but it's cool uh, so he says, I actually consider myself to be very socially unintelligent, but part of that is because I have major social phobia, anxiety in general, and I'm just socially horrible. I miss basically every social cue, and it often takes me a while to catch up. I also have major issues doing very basic tasks and with basic pattern recognition. I like to say that my mind's like a lazy Susan. Give it time, and it'll come around eventually. <laughs> so I can come off as very oblivious and basically stupid. Man, I wonder where the term lazy Susan came from. Like somebody named susan i guarantee you i think it was like a i bet it was a slave that was just like man i'm not doing no more white people work today and then they just said don't be a lazy, lazy susan, susan after that and then right and they then just they stuck made, mm-hmm, they made that lazy susan table thing and they just start calling it like you know calling after that slave anyway i just made that all up i don't know what happened ah, that's uh, my assumption <laughs> i don't know what this uh <laughs> i can't even bother to google it so i can come <laughs> off as very oblivious and basically stupid <clears throat> it's not on purpose it's just that my brain just doesn't work very well socially on top of that i exhibit symptoms of adhd and ocd i'm 28 but i haven't been diagnosed officially with anything because at the moment i don't have a psychiatrist the last psychiatrist i did try was a right-wing evangelical christian my dad's jewish clergy and i'm an atheist so you can imagine how that worked out oh not very well <clears throat> i'm sure you were very flippant on the other hand though i have a bachelor's in anthropology and i'm going to i'm going for my uh master's and phd uh because i want to try and understand the origins of fanaticism and more generally i'm basically a science process uh wait process okay <clears throat> in fact if i had any math skills to speak of i'd need a calculator to figure out one plus one equals dot 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 11 question mark uh i'd likely have gone into theoretical physics or cosmology or astrophysics or something like that just because that stuff fascinates me so much neil degrasse tyson is one of my heroes and i love talking about it all get me started on the concept of infinity or multiple universes and i could talk for days and i'm the same with evolution as well i think the concept of intelligence is very and i mean when we consider someone just stupid especially when they come off that way socially 
it's possible that they may that may be a symptom of something so i'm not 100 percent sure what i'm trying to say neither are we maybe just a different perspective <laughs> that seemingly stupid person may not actually be stupid but socially phobic or otherwise unable to know the social cues that's for the discussion that prompted this the last woman i was attracted to was well still is a theoretical physicist one of her phd t- teachers was stephen hawking but she lives in england anyway sorry that's long always loving the show yeah that was uh that was a lot nate (laughs) thank you i I think basically he was saying when it comes to intelligence he was but that but this some people seem stupid even though they're smart i think that's what he was trying to say right and but but their intelligence was like hey they took a test they're very smart and stuff like that and dudes was like yay and then it was like well she outscored you in the test it was like no (laughs) yeah i think he uh took the long winding path to get there but I, i'm with you mm-hmm. um then we had episode 1064 can't stop won't stop when with homie mike brown uh you know he has his new uh his new uh weekly web web series mm-hmm. we- um can't stop won't stop yep another one came i think it's three yep it's up to the third now the tickler says my nephew tells me that trap is an acronym for take risk and prosper and if that's true any manner of fuckery could be considered trapping because he couldn't decide when did trapping star mean a prostituting oh okay eve says even though zola's stories had some embellishments i think her story is closer to the truth i do believe she was trapping too but if that's a movie i'm gonna be in line opening weekend all right i'm telling y'all now this shit seemed cool until it's as brought to you by twitter starring tyrese and fucking ah yeah uh, (laughs) tyler berry right what and the and the girl from 227 or something i don't know uh i just can't picture it being taken seriously right bt home movies right um straight to netflix <laughs> do you believe cheating is in our dna yes it's all genetic baby no it's a choice you make 85 percent of our audience says it's a choice 15 percent said it's in the jeans baby and i'm gonna be in them jeans later <laughs> apparently so and you're gonna be in mine black gatheist palace says i feel i should qualify my answer i said yes it's genetic but i don't mean we are all horned dogs who can't control our impulses our biology pushes us to overeat high energy foods like sugar because our ancestors didn't know when the next meal was coming and we are pushed to procreate our biology may push us to fuck every viable partner in sight but our culture helps to tamp those impulses down i work with a lot of straight dudes i know for a fact that at least a third of them have if not had uh, had if not full on had sex with someone other than their wife they've engaged in inappropriate behavior with someone outside their marriage i don't know maybe they're just shit bags and they might try to use biology as justification yeah i'm more prone to the latter and in the poll on the show the the study we were talking about was saying it's just genetic like not even on some like uh everybody has this it wasn't like that it was right. saying like some people are more prone to cheat because of their the their genes right like they like you got them cheating genes and so you can't DNA. help it right so it was, i think it was a little bit different point they were making um this ain't love i mean that ain't love uh this is just me and karen talking about halloween native american culture chipotle hillary getting interrupted by black lives matter yeah they think they slick they had them some democratic debate on the fucking friday night who the fuck was gonna watch that it's like democratic round table or something right i was like yeah y'all didn't a friday night because y'all knew nobody give a shit because it's the weekend yeah or you can make the argument it's the day that nothing else was on true too either way i didn't watch it Mm -mm. you know good luck to bernie man but 
he got screwed on that one he need to get as many eyes as possible on his shit and friday night is not the look i didn't even know that shit was on to the last minute correct that's why i would say y'all didn't push it y'all didn't promote it that shit wasn't plastered everywhere Mm-mm. yeah that's almost like how they do the tv shows they trying to kill moving yeah. to friday nights yeah hillary is is killing it uh well she got you know bailed out on that one leslie mack left a comment she said thanks rod and karen for raising the issue of the lack of humanity afforded to incarcerated and formerly incarcerated folks it has been a big issue for me for years as i started my personal activism work lobbying and campaigning for bail and parole reform in new jersey doing that work i learned quickly that most people take humanity out of the equation when it comes to incarcerated folks i had an aha moment courtesy of a psychologist friend of mine who was frequent frequently asked in court what does xyz's criminal record say about them his standard replied nothing it tells me nothing about them the rate of the circumstances at which people of color are incarcerated makes that data useless it really struck me it is meaningless data a corrupt broken and racially unjust criminal system uh criminal justice system makes it meaningless yet society continues to apply the same old assumptions to those who are or have been in prison anyway thanks again for continuing to bring up the need for compassion and humanity for people in jail and coming out of jail mm-hmm. yeah that, that means a, a lot to me that's why i'm very very concerned personally about a lot of the people that are getting released because i was like where they're gonna go where are these programs how are they gonna get them back into society are they gonna work like like those are the questions that i ask because it's wonderful that these people are getting out but do they have a proper support system is their family going to be there can their family help like though that's real shit getting people out that's half the battle is keeping them out that 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 the issue because like you said before we are not about rehabilitation and we are not about trying to get people back into society yeah uh val c says hey rod and karen nice to hear you guys talk about native americans this episode it's so rare to hear people talk about natives anytime someone does i feel like someone's talking about me it's weird uh for me to use the term native american because i always just say indian though i appreciate that rod explained that as a misnomer on another episode i guess i'm just too much of a res uh which means stands for reservation indian for that uh res indian for that i'm an american indian studies major so i know a lot of indian academics and i feel like it's kind of white of them to be all native american indians and american indian natives i'm like no they messed up and i want to put it in their faces and i'm red till i'm dead uh t- I'm, I'm a red till i'm dead reservation indian uh as far as good uh, as far as food and restaurants go do you know all the questions you would get all day from white tourists like what did you guys eat for christmas before the settlers came <laughs> oh you serious <laughs> there was no such thing as christmas or are you guys gonna pray over our sacred leftovers nah just tip the waitress some native <laughs> some native americans would probably see it as a learning moment but i'm not here for that mess on another note i never heard that go forth my son or whatever song but being a bad indian i happen to like those kind of songs in a way besides powwow music the only songs i know about indians are those weird stereotype songs right my favorite of all time though has to be running bear by john preston it's a guilty pleasure a terrible secret because not only does the music turn strangely sexy during the chorus (laughs) but running bear happens to be one of my friend's last names 
anyway i've listened to hundreds of hours of you guys and this is my favorite podcast and the only reason i will keep my facebook account activated during the election season is the facebook group i feel you guys have curated a great group of people and i'm glad that i found you guys love y'all val c thank you thank you sweetie yeah i I really 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 enjoy uh the facebook group they're very interactive they're very positive uh it's a very open group uh they help each other get through a lot of things situations i might not comment i might not say a lot but i i i see the the community that is built and and if you're not in the group uh you may want to join because it's very very helpful because it's a very positive place compared to what you normally see on people's facebook feeds yeah that go my son uh i mean i i wasn't saying it's a bad song or people should be proud of it i mean it was written by native americans Mm -hmm. uh like younger native americans at the time um in college so i don't think it's anything to be ashamed of i i was saying it's fucked up that white person was singing that to you know to, to to a person that was native american on halloween like you know like hey look at this joke it's like what this joke of my culture motherfucker right this is not funny uh buddy love says can you imagine the level of customer service you'll get from a laid off employee working for free i have days that i don't want to do shit and i'm still getting paid ain't that the truth (laughs) yeah because uh that bank wanted uh it's people that got laid off to sign a a contract where they would work for two years and be on call for free no sir kiss my ass that be money i don't get well, yeah, but also like he like like they said, you know, Buddy Love said, "What level of service will you get from a motherfucker working for free? The customer service already sucks, right? And the people getting paid. So yeah. if, if 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 they're doing it for free, oh, you you ain't getting no questions answered. Like it's gonna be the bare minimal. You're gonna be like, be glad I showed up, motherfucker. The poll was, do you care what's in your hot dog? Because we read a poll, the I mean, an article that said, hey. That, that ain't the right everything. shit. Yeah, that ain't the right shit in your hot dog. <laughs> Vegetarian hot dogs got meat in it and shit. Yeah. Uh, do you care what's in your hot dog? Yes, seventy four percent. Twenty six percent say no. Leslie Mack says, "Let's be real. If I'm eating a hot dog, I've already thrown in the towel with being concerned about what I'm eating." Ain't that the truth? Academic says, "Man, the hot dogs had human in them. That's got to be a bare minimum of standards. No people meat." <laughs> <laughs> hot dogs are made of people they're made of people also muslim and hindus and vegetarians not to mention people with allergies have no choice but to trust labeling or not eat hot dogs at all which is a pretty smart move anyway yeah yep hot dogs don't play uh we had jl on the show for uh episode 1066 <laughs> david's justice i like that title uh and uh we got a lot of comments five comments on this one let's see what everybody had to say uh uh rogers trey says jl is the best y'all need to have him on more he's got jokes impressions basically has it all eve says david justice was dead wrong for how he came for holly it's not that i'm blindly supporting her because i don't know what happened between the two of them but you have to question the timing of him deciding to suddenly want to clear his name they've been divorced for nearly 20 years and now he wants to kick her while she's down get the fuck out of here with that bullshit him and eric benet need to both have several seats jl was a guest on the first episode of tvgwt i ever listened to so it'll always be a treat when you have him on oh we love jl hey i'll just say this the timing is the timing i ain't saying that he's right for his timing (laughs) 
<laughs> David Justice clearly picked the pettiest fucking time mm-hmm. to come forward on purpose. Of course. Now, which of y'all is gonna raise y'all hands and say y'all ain't never been petty towards an ex? I'll wait. Um, but he's absolutely right about one thing. Most of us did think David Justice was the ex who beat her. And he been sitting on that shit for 20 years and his kids are older now. And so who knows how it's affecting their real life, you know? And they, you know, I'm sure his kids would be like, even if you privately said, listen, I never hit that woman. Y'all know how I'm with your mom. I'm not like that, blah, blah, blah. I'm sure his kids will still be like, yeah, but why don't you tell anybody that? Yeah, publicly. Yeah. I mean, now there's also the other alternative. He could be lying. He could have hit her and just be lying. We'll see. You know, but she's, I think, since been interviewed since his comments and hadn't said anything. So I don't know. AC says, Rod, when you mentioned that hating ass Terrell Jones clapped back with a response, I was prepared to go gather a coalition of the willing to roll to Temecula to find him for crossing the line for the last time. I had already determined beforehand that whatever hateful retort he spewed would not be funny this time because how dare he? I had your back. But I was derailed by Karen. Karen didn't even attempt to hold back any laughter. I briefly fought to hold back any potential chuckles and solidarity with you, but Karen was no help at all. Mm-mm. I had to go back and watch it again to make sure I wasn't mistaken. And there was Karen, your life partner, podcast co-host, and wind beneath your wings, laughing so hard she had to cover her face with both hands. It was like getting dunked on in a game, only to turn around to your bench and see your own teammates acting like the crowd on the old and one mixtapes. <laughs> so yeah i ended up losing control and falling out of my chair laughing but blame that on karen i was ready to ride on terrell to defend you well thank hc i don't need any defending i wasn't <laughs> i mean i knew what i was getting into when i took on the, <laughs> yeah, one we, of the biggest haters in the game we know what kind of sparring match that was gonna be yeah I, I i'm not even trying to really go back and forth with him uh about it like i was just like okay <laughs> like <laughs> i guess i apparently am uh dick sucking uh applejack eating doritos motherfucker then mm-hmm. uh if, if tayden as terrell jones says it then then it must be true right uh although if people that people that follow me on um twitter probably uh they may already know this but uh and then people on facebook that are my friends may know it too but i went out and bought some doritos and some apple jacks yes and then I took a selfie with him and I changed it to my Twitter avatar and my Facebook avatar. But what they don't know, so I also changed it to my baller alert avatar. Oh no, you didn't. <laughs> yes, yes, I did. <laughs> and the Doritos were delicious. I ate the shit out of them. And then I went and saw what he said and i respond because he said at rod you fat face ass nigga i i mean at rod you fat face ass nigga i dare you to talk shit to a real nigga looking like you suck dick for doritos and apple jacks at live we all know your mop bucket head hold on it moved damn it yeah uh fly trap face ass is fucking for newport 100s so stop it i wish you niggas would stop trolling and get jobs you funky bastards so i replied with my avatar the new one and said well you certainly put me in my place <laughs> what did he say and he said at rod <laughs> oh, 
you dirty motherfucker only thing you missing is a dick in your mouth i bow down to you sir you are the ultimate fucking troll <laughs> well, well played thrill touche touche um so yeah hc i wasn't worried about it um uh, if y'all knew how much shit i take in stride because what we do man is listen we are some of the best in the game at what we do not everybody's gonna like us there's a lot of insecure people out there there's a lot of people that you know um have opinions on our opinions and all this shit about us but it is what it is mm-hmm. but you get used to you know certain shit and just not everybody's gonna fuck with you so uh hey that's terrell jones i'm okay you know mm-hmm. i wasn't i wouldn't have said nothing to him expecting him to not say something back i think it's, it was uh, it was actually kind of uh cool that he said something right with his hating ass uh serious moonlight says hey that's terrell jones shot fired i was looking forward to his response and it did not disappoint Mm-mm. it was as glorious and ignorant as i hoped for when he wrote that you look like you quote suck dick for doritos and apple jacks i actually had to cover my mouth to stop from laughing out loud like a fool at work doritos and apple jacks what kind of romper room fuckery insult is that <laughs> karen's great laugh was the perfect response y'all had me in tears and rolling at my desk later i checked twitter and i see rod's new twitter pic and start laughing my ass out all over again well played sir well played rod and karen you guys are fabulous and your podcast is pure greatness keep up the great work wishing you both continued success serious moon night aka rosalind thank you rosalind thank you sweetie and last one comment underscore haver says that principal at that christian school is so full of it rod's right this is about control because galatians five sixteen says so i say walk by the spirit and you will be not gratified the desires of the flesh i mean you will not gratify the desires of the flesh plus two timothy one seven says oh second timothy one seven says for the spirit god gave us does not make us timid but gives us power love and self-discipline boom there you go problem solved for the christian school i would hope that someone who works at a christian school jewish school muslim school or the like would be whole would wholeheartedly believe that that school is supposed to be about well yeah i mean but then you gotta add in that misogyny though dogs ain't like some of that shit people bring there with them and then they look to the school or or church or whatever to justify their opinion so it's like how do we get these little girls to cover up that's what they worried about Club them titties and ass they ain't trying they ain't, he's noticed he ain't quote no scripture when he came up with his rules Mm-mm, although i'm sure he could have found matter. some yeah i'm sure he could have found some the with no pants in church in, in church scripture ah, or some shit ah, i don't know ah, it's always something right something women shall bow to the man or some bullshit it's like mm, yeah, nigga i can't wear yeah i can't wear shorts yeah, <laughs> no like he gonna get up to him but i did did did, did you did you come up Mm-mm. off to hell to hell you go shorts ain't nothing but the devil's britches right uh should students dress age appropriately at school absolutely but it should be expected across the board i'll say also jl is a fantastic guest yeah you know it's weird because i think jl when he comes on represents uh certain people's points of view that sometimes we don't get to hear on the show true but i feel like it's always done respectfully and um it's never um completely unreasonable which which uh you know i know some people can't stand them and some people love them uh but uh because he's just polarizing like that yeah but i you know i love that dude i think he's hilarious i do um, too 
i think <laughs> i think his i i think like um like he's a religious person but a person that i that i don't find to have offensive religious beliefs and like a lot of people that are religious so i don't want to just you know be like you can't come on our show or shit because some niggas disagree with some of the stuff he says um but uh anyway uh do you think david justice is telling the truth yes but he's petty no he's lying and still petty 81 percent. <laughs> 80 well come on it was petty. there is literally no defense about his pettiness i don't think there's any he was high-fiving the dude that had to go to cheat and rehab on right. twitter i mean right. it's like people i know there's a lot of men that are gonna be on some like gender war shit like no it's okay because if a woman did it and i wouldn't have approved i would have thought it was still petty if a woman did it but i also would have been like oh, i get it you know sometimes you gotta be petty can't always be our higher selves and uh yeah i think his shit was petty but anyway 81 percent of people said yes they believe he's telling the truth that he didn't hit her and shit but this is also petty mm-hmm. and uh that means 19 percent said uh i don't believe him and this nigga is petty i mean the petty's not debatable no comments on that one Mm-mm. and the last episode was 1067 reverse magical negro we had chris from movie trailer reviews and we did our walking dead recap which was mostly it we did a I think one guest race and wrapped it up with some sort of ratchetness uh here are the comments eve says i'm kind of hoping that wolf kills morgan i'd miss lenny james as an actor but it feels like morgan ate that de- defective t- chicken from undercover brother and now he's on this all lives matter kick boy bye yeah. it's not that all lives matter whole lives are precious rick uh hiroja shop says hating ass riding his hating ass ways had a nice a hating ass brigade of hate against hashtag american ninja morgan everybody hate morgan don't try to put it on me now how is that hating working out for you now rod it's working fine still i still think his actions are stupid (laughs) like i understand how he arrived to this conclusion which is why the episode was so good Mm -hmm. it made me go oh this makes sense okay but then i'm like I it's still gonna get agree. Some, yeah still gonna get some people killed look man morgan is just a simple man trying to recover from being a ptsd terminator killing zombie mofo and found peace with some white dude who wanted to make cheese where is what is that a hate now rod side note about, about that white dude are we sure he is really white because i thought one of the prerequisites in being white is not only loving cheese but knowing how to make it so you can have all those fondue parties every white person thinks they're first person they're the first person to ever throw together but they're not hmm. um no that is not a you, you don't have to be able to make cheese to be white come on that's like saying you have to be able to fry chicken to be a black person no you just have to love eating it yeah some flat some black folks can't fry chicken i don't know how to fry chicken well i can teach you it's not hard i don't want to learn i'm good <laughs> Why not? there's not a fried chicken deficiency out here in the world <laughs> i can find some fried chicken everybody i'm down here in the south oh believe you me you wouldn't have to fry a piece another piece of chicken a goddamn day of your life fried chicken shit everything's fried you can find it yeah so no that's like no and white people don't have to know how to make cheese from scratch nigga you gotta make cheese from scratch also he learned so that's not fair he learned how to make that cheese by the end they was eating some 
man talk about having a difficult time being the only person to color friend to a white to white to a white person in the early uh uh aunts for some strange reason that was a thing uh it's in all seriousness i think rick is either gonna kill morgan or kick him out of alexandria for letting the wolves live especially that one wolf morgan was telling the story to in the episode have a great saturday y'all yeah if rick walks in there and finds a fucking wolf woo! oh he gonna kill him buddy underscore love says i have a couple of things morgan is like the guy who converted to nation of islam on the inside then gets out and goes harder than farrakhan every time you talk to him or your co-worker who just went vegan and wants to preach to the whole department about what you're doing wrong with your diets on the talking dead they said the guy who played donatello in the first ninja turtles movie trained the actors on how to use the bow staff so technically everybody making jokes about morgan studying under ninja turtle was right <laughs> lastly i like to know what your z-pot plan would be i grab my boys to try to take over walmart like everybody else yeah i'm just gonna die i ain't worried about it me either i know i'm not gonna live long like yeah. I, I ain't made for that life uh but mills 73 says i hope morgan lives i think he will find a balance between saving everybody and killing everybody well he realizes that white magical negro miyagi was bad shit and hasn't seen that the world has devolved into baby rapists crazy killers and gourmet chefs with a taste for people he may readjust his worldview and the poll was a simple one will morgan die this season on the walking dead yes he's a goner no he'll make it i think very close what'd you say karen even though he's been fucking up i i, I don't know about next season mm-hmm. but i think he'll make it through this season 58 percent of people think he's gonna die that's understandable too 41 percent says 42 percent. i guess he, he will make it so we'll see we will see we had uh one voicemail and uh it's from that <laughs> this is so funny to me man it's from the same dude that keeps calling from the undisclosed number and say it with the fake name and he first he was calling like this is about the black lives matter then last week it was this is about uh women should have guns because of rape culture uh you know just like he's some kind of weirdo you have to hear this i laugh when i heard it i want everybody to hear it i don't give okay. a fuck i laugh so hard this morning at this yeah, weirdo. Rod, this is uh michael yeah calling about the episode of mike brown the guy who's, who does the web series can't stop one won't stop okay. yeah in my opinion people like mike brown and you are the reason why masculinity is dying off <laughs> you guys are very fluid gender <laughs> and all i have to say is fuck your fluidity <laughs> i know you won't play this you're a coward just like you didn't play those other messages i had that weren't aggressive but because he's the type of dude that can't stand people that uh logically disagree with you oh is that what this This message is ignorant (laughs) but my previous three messages were very logical so fuck your fluidity and keep pushing the gay agenda Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, we will, baby. We gonna keep pushing the gay agenda. We gonna keep pushing the gay agenda. Yes, we is. Hey, let me get my flashlight. Hey.
you tell me now? If you wanna funk, let me show you how. Do you wanna funk with me? Hey! Ah, oh, you know you love how Daddy do it, Mike. You know you ain't going nowhere, my nigga. You can't get this nowhere. Remember, with Tony Okumboa and Jojo Flores. How does it feel, Mike, to know you ain't going nowhere, nigga? You been calling me for weeks trying to get my attention, baby? Lay that good loving on. Mm-hmm. It baby. Come on now, do you wanna fall? Won't you tell me now? If you wanna fall, let me show you how. Do you wanna fall with me? Do you wanna fuck with me? Oh, we gonna push the gay agenda, my nigga. It's gonna be gay up in this bitch. <laughs> yeah, mess around. We go get some big freedom on you and show mm-hmm. you how to really do it. <laughs> also, I ain't, I ain't got no insecurity about my masculinity, my nigga. I'm good. Does it hurt that I'm good? Mike Brown? Why you gonna call Mike Brown? Why you gonna try to get on mic for right you listen to us every week so you can call in on our line from an anonymous number with a fake name and you call somebody a coward <laughs> okay i'm a coward okay buddy oh my god it's not like you fucking sell staplers oh my god oh man this is the best job in the world ain't it though Every day I get up, I'm living my dream, taking shits in my own place. Mm-hmm. Working with the best partner in the world Woo-hoo! who I happen to be married to. And I get sex on the reg, my niggas. I'm winning. <laughs> I am winning at life. Oh, how does it feel? How does it feel? I don't know, but I want to go roller skating now. I know. Anyway. we got. You no, know, you made a lot of people happy because they was like, I love that song anyway we got the email uh fuck your fluidity i say from my block number (laughs) (laughs) you're a coward uh my name is um mike this nigga has to say um every week before he says his name hey this is um michael i am calling about the black lives matter uh i was just wondering if i like come on man oh all right anyway we got some emails uh voicemail line i mean the phone line is over 704-557-0186 the emails um virginia writes in native american cuisine hi karen and rod hello from a fairly new listener in texas i was listening to your show for monday when y'all mentioned native american cuisine I also have never come across any places that serve that type of food until I went to D.C. a couple summers ago and visited the National Museum of the American Indian. 
they run a cafe dedicated to indigenous food from each region of the americas Mm. clearly this is not indicative of what's available across the country which is sorely lacking since apparently you can only find this stuff in a museum i know doesn't that say a lot about right what happened to native americans here you can't find it on the streets it's like unless you go to the reservations i would like to try some of your indigenous people's food oh you're gonna want to yeah. go to the smithsonian uh, oh right right and they're like <laughs> oh um it's on a reservation but we got laws that say that uh you can't go in there without certain permissions yeah we're gonna actually need to take you to the uh, right past the dinosaur exhibit <laughs> right we killed them right but it was something interesting and unique that i was glad to have experienced while i was there here's a link to the cafe if you're interested in seeing what types of food they serve and love your show especially love karen's laugh hope you enjoy the rest of your week thank you thank you um let's see what else we got david's justice kimberly writes in to uh okay i went on a cussing rant when i heard about david justice's comments and i really don't cuss primarily because the headlines talked about how holly can't keep a man yeah which is foul i mean it's not really on him because he's a petty ex so he probably is biased Mm -hmm. as we all would probably be but for the media to run with that narrative says a lot about how the media treats this shit when it's a woman because when steve harvey's ex-wife came out and talked shit about him nobody was running around asking like why can't he keep a wife that just was not happening they glossed the hell over that they they basically said she's a bitter ass woman and blah 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 articles twitter and facebook was full of comments about how pretty women are crazy etc this annoys the hell out of me why is the headline that holly can't keep a man perhaps she just doesn't want them anymore she's labeled as crazy especially since these men go on to have other successful relationships no offense to the men's new mates but they aren't holly berry fabulous we don't know what they are putting up with well the thing is honestly um we don't know any of the insights into what is going on between any couple and a lot of this is because we assume i think falsely so it's not a one-to-one correlation that being together length of time equals success or failure when i think it's about quality of the relationship oh true so if you have a you know if you have a high quality relationship but circumstances pull you apart within six months to a year why is that somehow a failure when people stay in unhappy marriages for 20 years sometimes they hold lives and and are miserable yes they do but that's not a failure that's 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 seen as success because they stayed together it's very it's a very weird way to judge shit. yeah and it is a fa- and you know that's a failure because you're miserable your partner's miserable like it affects your children your family and a lot of times people know when people don't want to be together but it's, it's not considered such like right. when people present that oh this they were together for 20 years we don't go yeah 20 long miserable fucking years mm-hmm. we we just go yeah yeah good for them you know you know the first advice you give people give you when when somebody fucks up in a marriage well y'all are married you know you gotta work try to work it out think about your children think about this you know it's just it's very much that leaning that way um and ever since women got the power and the agency to be able to leave uh of course the numbers are higher than but when you could just basically make a woman your slave come on now um but yeah so uh but i you know and you know i i don't know that those guys i don't know who those guys went on to marry i mean look at reggie bush he didn't marry kim kardashian but he married a woman look just like her so you know maybe they all marry people that look just like holly but not famous who knows you never know 
holly may feel like she's tired of dealing with the normal man crap that women deal with i love my husband i got married two weeks shy of my 40th i was a happy single woman sometimes dealing with normal man crap makes me wonder if i'm cut out for marriage i'm not going anywhere though we'll see you doing it too then um but yeah everybody does uh you know oh this kind of sucks but i'm gonna stay in it thing and i think some people don't and maybe holly's just one of those people that doesn't you know yeah and for the because society has changed and women have rights now the same shit that men been doing for years women can do but all of a sudden it's a problem woman can get divorced she can leave she can walk off and 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 because society thinks that truth be told when it comes to relationship and and children all that burden falls onto the woman right unnecessarily it's like what did you not do to keep him happy right did regardless you not, of anything any action that he did, he did yeah. right you didn't suck his dick from behind you didn't kiss his ass whatever it may be you just didn't do enough and then a lot of times once you bring children into the mix a lot of times the the, the responsibility of the children almost 90 percent falls onto the woman uh because society has taught men you you you're the breadwinner so fuck your kids uh, even though the kids need the dad as much as they need the mom but society don't teach men to be be directly involved into their children's life like that and so at the end of the day it's like everything <clears throat> is her fault but now women have the right and the choice but like i don't want to be a mama fuck these kids i'm out and she gets named everything but a child of god but when it comes to men do this all the time and they get called deadbeats dudes flip a fucking fool okay yeah what's funny to me is like now that i'm so you know gender fluid um yeah i feel like i I could speak on this you know um i just think (laughs) i just think that uh you know i spill my gender fluid all over the place i'll just tell y'all like that um i just think that we do a lot to tell women that everything is their fault in the marriage if it doesn't work everything for men we normally only get it if we're not a good provider right like so it's like oh you didn't take care of your shit well you failed as your job as a man because you didn't bring money into it but then we don't talk about the emotions you're supposed to bring into it the time you're supposed to bring into it that doesn't matter you know yeah cooperation listening earn like more than just uh you know honesty faithfulness commitment you know so it's like a guy like steve harvey's gonna always get a pass and a guy like a, a lady like holly berry is gonna always be considered you know symbolically some other shit but keep in mind all of this is still the culture of celebrity and most of this is just from people just putting their uh own hang-ups on celebrity uh icons basically like correct you know like the problems with my baby daddy are represented by this holly berry shit or the reason that my relationships fail it's got to be similar to holly berry's relationships failing it's like I, we don't know these people mm-hmm know what you like maybe maybe they like that's why i don't understand why anybody got mad about david justice because it's like maybe he's telling the truth i don't fucking know because mm-hmm. i don't know holly berry mm-hmm. i don't know either of them Mm-mm. you know what i mean so you know people go she just can't pick a man maybe i don't know the men went on with other women that seemed to be okay so maybe maybe it wasn't that you know like maybe just bad matches maybe you know she just hadn't found the right person that could you know deal with all the stuff that comes with being with a woman like holly berry because one she's one of the most attractive women on the planet voted every year right she's constantly working so you know um you know there's like a lot of juggling balls when you come to uh these relationship things um so you know my my advice is just to not really try to psychoanalyze people from afar because you just don't fucking know 
with this kind of shit it's just not enough evidence honestly <clears throat> uh so it says um it's apparent that holly isn't a until death do us part person so why can't it be that she just doesn't want these men anymore before i got married yeah i also don't know who filed for what divorce i know eric benet was just cheating on her so right i don't on. know <laughs> like he went to sex sex rehab afterwards <laughs> before i got married the longest relationship i was in was 364 days been with my hubby a little over six years well maybe before uh 364 maybe he must have forgot the anniversary and then y'all broke up <laughs> he was like nope boy. sounds pretty circumspect uh circumspect i don't know if that's the right way uh sounds pretty suspect let's just say that folks should separate that i couldn't keep a man but the truth is uh the truth was that i when i recognized stuff i didn't want to deal with i bounced i wasn't going through crap to just be in a relationship i'm not mad at holly i'm not mad at holly and for every woman their boo is a knight in shining armor until it goes wrong well that's true right 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 on on both sides it's funny how you know everybody's lovey-dovey but the second people you know separate and divorce that become the worst person ever yeah the worst person ever you would just have the sex with and people don't want to admit men and women aside people are hurt when you get a divorce Mm -hmm. and to cover it up people make jokes and act like that person wouldn't shit well they was well they was if if they ain't shit now they wouldn't shit when you sleep with them too or does the circumstances because y'all get divorced causes you to feel like this yeah men and women do that right so yeah david justice listen if you can be understanding of holly berry's like fuck these niggas i'm out i'm just tired of their shit you gotta like you can also be understanding of david justice's uh fuck my ex like i let me kick her while she's down i can come on i've seen y'all's petty in the facebook i've seen it (laughs) and it's strong it's strong the petty is strong with y'all stop uh anyway uh great show as always Shana says, uh, I, hi Rod and Karen. Thank you so much for your recast of The Walking Dead and Fear of the Walking Dead. I've honestly never seen a full episode of either show because of the way my fear factor is set up, but I eagerly await each recap episode as it allows me to vividly visualize each character and situation. I can truly say that I feel that your narrations have given my visualizations, made my visualizations even more entertaining. You ain't the only one, sweetie i would like to comment on the topic discussed on last week's recap show as you discussed the brutalization of the young lady in the spring valley ordeal you touched on how we as black people have been predisposed to believe that laying hands on our children is the ideal means of promoting proper behavior this reminded me of a conversation that i recently witnessed between my mother and her siblings they often regale on the item on the times that my grandfather basically abused them if they didn't fit the mode or of his perspective and on how they feel or how they feel this contributed to their prominent status in the community no they didn't they don't commiserate on the abuse but praise it uh i have never subscribed to this which is something that some family members don't understand i mean i got my ass whooped and i wasn't a problem child by any notion i was an honor student extremely active active in school and community and never rebelled in any manner but i had an opinion which in their minds warranted punishment my daughters are exactly the same and i'm raising them to be respectful respected and to have minds to discern and i will never punish them for this uh yeah i mean here's the thing i think this goes both ways on the one hand and it's not just a black thing i do want to clarify uh although i think the roots of of how why things are like this for black people are are slightly different in america obviously Mm because of slavery and we never get to own our bodies even as adults you don't get to own your body uh until you know 1960 something and even after then that's in quotes right because 
they slamming kids on the ground and motherfuckers on facebook arguing why that's okay um so i will say this i do feel that 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 is definitely a holdover from slavery and also just the way we treat children in general white people beat the fuck out of their kids as well especially depending on the area of the country yes they do and um you know and i don't think that it's right either you know um i've seen that firsthand and ain't no joke that being said people commiserating or not commiserating people finding commonality in the experiences that bonded them whether you approve or disapprove of those experiences and the way they shape those people's lives those are valid to those people now i'm not saying that it's that they makes the actions okay but there's an understanding there um that you know you're raised by flawed individuals especially once you become an adult Mm -hmm. i think you can understand more that okay my parents weren't perfect or my parents had flaws that they learned from their parents and their parents got from somebody else mm-hmm. and each time it gets handed down it gets a little lighter a little more progressive until eventually you know things change and you're not doing that stuff i think uh i watched a documentary once and i don't know the name of it i'm sorry but about children's discipline throughout the years uh throughout you know mankind's time and just in like not even that long ago like the 1900s they used to hit kids with metal like brushes shit and they had certain spiky paddles and shit that were designed for punishing your kids and it wasn't considered a punishment until it drew blood and yeah and this was not uncommon like they sold these items for disciplining your kid and this is a time when you know like you could die from an infection and shit and they were still like yep gotta beat the fucking skin off my kid and it wasn't a black thing it was you know mm-hmm. white kids and shit like that <laughs> yeah, although i'm sure they use those same tools on the, the people they own and shit of course but what i found interesting about it was that the things that we find to be um abuse now was discipline then and I think yeah. that is going to always continue until we get to a point where we treat children as, you know, valued members of society that will eventually grow up into human beings fully fleshed and formed. And not property. <laughs> and not property. And that's a lot of unprogramming that has to happen. So until then, you will, you know, you will have the gallows humor of remember when grandma whooped us because we did something bad and you kind of laugh it off you know and you know to some extent you will give credit to it because you're gonna be like that's the things that that's the discipline that that got me from doing some some even worse shit and if it's true it's true you might resent that it's true but you can't deprive that person experience so if they are telling you which happens a lot because people get so opinionated about discipline and how it should happen right if someone's telling you yo i would not have been the same kid if i didn't get whooped or this whooping kept me from going down so-and-so's house and later on that night someone got shot down there so uh maybe that whooping saved my life if that's how they feel i don't know how anyone can tell them different true because it's their life you know what i'm saying that being said I don't think people should hit their kids. 
and i definitely don't think if you are hitting your kids it's, it's not my business and it shouldn't be on the internet like and i'm not and i'm not even saying it on a legal basis i know it's legal in most states and you know the fine line between that and abuse y'all gonna have to figure out in your own jurisdiction but i'm just saying i'm not here to say the blanket you can you don't know how to raise your kids or you're terrible or you're this or whatnot i'm not here to say that i just think we should examine the roots of it why you think you need to do it to raise your kid and why would you want to continue that you know what i mean that's how i would look at it i don't have kids so hey i don't fucking know maybe it's so fucking exhausting and terrifying and shit that you will just break down and snatch your kid up from time to time and i just don't know because i don't got kids so if you want to erase my opinion like hey fuck him i don't you don't know what you're talking about i'm perfectly fine with that yeah but in my opinion if i had a kid i would not hit that kid like it's just got to be another way it feels like a, a shortcut it feels like a mean thing it feels like you're trying to scare them into acting right and you know and maybe there are certain situations where it does apply or it's just so fucking brutal but i've just seen throughout my lifetime uh kids that you know i felt just got done wrong you know like i've seen toddlers get hit i've seen i had a friend eric that got he used to get beat with extension cords I you know have before mm-hmm. right so to me i was like those things are fucked up that's abusive to them that to him that's discipline you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. so like to, so how it's like now people want to blame the person that had this done to them for not understanding what discipline is supposed to be for a child in their opinion and it's like well those things shape those people i don't know how to tell you and then on the books it's legal so we don't even have like this this defining line where we're like oh no 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 what happened to you was abuse it was illegal and it shouldn't happen so now you can't now you know better don't go do that to your kids some states are just like no that's about right oh what you beat you with a hot wheels track yep nothing wrong with that so it's like i don't know what to tell people like you know i got whoopings growing up and you know me personally i I laugh about the shit now because i'm an adult right you know i I do reflect back on that shit and sometimes i will have that conversation about like oh my god that woman saved my life and i'm okay with that but at the same time i wouldn't i wouldn't hit a kid i would not hit my kid if i had a kid i would not hit that kid so i don't know i think everybody's trying to be the best them pushing their kids forward and what that looks like is different for everybody you know and i hope we do get to a point where people aren't feeling like they got to lay hands on their kids because it feels archaic to me like it doesn't feel right and you know i see my niece i don't see somebody where i'm like you know she need to be whooped today you know Mm-mm. so i just don't know i think we have a healthy family environment and a healthy positive people around the kid i don't think you necessarily have to resort to that shit you know and, and like i said and I, that's not me you know that's not me judging anybody I'm, that's just my highest hope for humanity can you want to say anything before i move on or? Mm-hmm. all right uh i would like to thank you for your thought provo- for you provo- provoking thought on this matter and how we have subliminally been programmed to think that the only means to discipline our children is to beat them into submission yeah man i mean look you have to examine the roots because 
when you see people talk about it and the extent they're willing to go it's it's scary as fuck mm-hmm. when someone sees a kid a, a a girl get slammed by a police officer and their first response is i would destroy my daughter if she was acting disrespectfully like that i like you're in a whole nother world man yes you are like and you have a daughter possibly like or you will one day that's scary to me so yeah i mean i i I'm, i don't know i just feels like some shit we need to to un- deprogram ourselves from we need to discuss this in this day and time and once again you guys brought this point home anywho thank you for continuing to provide your listeners with thought-provoking topics i'll be going premium in january can't wait to be delighted by even more quality content shana well tune in to our spinoff show whoopings we got it's gonna be uh Ah! it's gonna be about whoopings every week we're gonna be uh we're gonna be partying and talking about how great they were Mm -mm. (laughs) i remember this one whooping it was so good you joking but shit that probably actually really be a show it really could be a show uh (laughs) (laughs) that would be the most problematic show on itunes right i should yanked off (laughs) right Look. all the political wreck academic black folks would be like get that bullshit out of here what? sir what they were protest asses. i remember one time i was talking to my mama i said bitch next thing you know i woke up it was tuesday well this has been another episode of whoopings we got <laughs> ain't that the truth <laughs> well i don't know what happened to the three days i don't know yeah the other thing too is i like i really just my main thing is i just want people to stop parenting for the internet right i personally don't i think raising a human being is such a must be such a difficult task yeah that i don't need you don't need my judgment Mm -mm. you don't need my likes and you don't need my retweets because i don't know the relationship between you and that child and nobody likes to see a kid get disciplined it doesn't Mm -mm. even matter what the discipline is nope you know like i saw a picture where a person took a picture of their baby and she was like i don't hit my kids blah 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 she kept acting up so i made her uh dressing this uh orange onesie and sleep on this little small mattress in the living room away from the rest of the family and uh she had to uh you know she could only get water and cereal for for uh for food i'm gonna teach she want to act like she going to jail i'm gonna show her jail and people was like mad about that and i was like you know what that's because y'all shouldn't have put it on the internet it ain't it ain't for us no it's not for us okay you came up with a new way to discipline kids good for you buddy good for your kids but you know somebody gonna be like oh this is terrible sending a little black boy to prison already getting him ready for the prison industrial complex right like it's no way to win Mm-mm. you didn't hit your kid you didn't like but you see a kid crying holding an orange onesie with a number on the front it's like yeah that 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 gives me as an adult all kinds of negative imagery i don't need to be involved dog i sure don't you know it might teach them a lesson anyway like maybe that is the lesson that says it like that makes them go i don't want to go to prison this is prison at five they go this is prison fuck this this ain't cool and people were already like you getting that boy ready to go to prison i was like see you know the women that cut that fuck up the kids haircuts Mm -hmm. make them go to school people don't like that nobody likes anything nope you could probably tweet out a picture like i told my kid to go to his room because i don't like that he died. people somebody gonna be like you know sending kids to that room really hurts their social skills and it teaches them that isolation 
is the real problem and you're like i, I don't yeah, know you have to have some you have to have some form of discipline like you have to have rules and regulations for children you can't just let children run wild but you know for some people they was like just no discipline well then if it is no discipline you still hold parents accountable for their children's actions i, I just recognize it's an extremely difficult task it is i'm perfectly fine not being involved in any of the shit so. right that's one reason why i opted not to have children because it's a lot of work kudos to the parents because y'all y'all have a hell of a job yeah um all right last email uh tim writes in northwest oklahoma represent dear sister karen and brother rod it's black gaytheist palette here and i am almost embarrassed to be writing y'all concerning my adopted state of oklahoma i lived in i live in Eden, oklahoma a small town of sixty thousand people lahoma where the kkk incident as the white people here are calling it happened is just 10 miles west of here wow my roommate who's white actually knows most of the people involved oh, oh shit you better be, be, be looking at him hard the sad thing is though that while most of the white residents agree that it's fucked up very few of them are willing to take the extra step and see that it was obviously racist of right a local paper the paper that rod the paper rod that you got the story from had to have an editorial telling people that it wasn't just in bad taste or inappropriate or bad judgment it was offensively racist oh and Holtzclaw, the oklahoma city officer who sexually assaulted all those black women he's from enid god damn Ooh, baby is that the town buffy was fighting shit in <laughs> right you, 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 you sure y'all ain't got no no demon layer up underneath your whole city y'all got the hell mouth over there right in fact his family is a well-to-do upper middle class family here in town his brother is a local police officer and his family has been leading a social media blitz here for months digging up stuff on the women to convince the public that he's innocent and that they are all conspiring against him oh wow the hotel cosby defense he was even allowed to be in enid for house arrest but twice broke his house arrest and they finally made him go back to jail racism runs deep here in oklahoma i was called a nigger by firefighters who responded to a hit and run multi-car accident i was a victim of because they thought i was the guy who ran off even though i was the one that called 911 and my black ass provided first aid to a pregnant woman in the other vehicles wow the only air bombing of an american city by uh oh yeah only air bombing of an american city by other americans happened east of here in tulsa when north tulsa was firebombed by whites seeking revenge against a black dude who bumped into a white girl in the 1920s the people here try to act like all that stuff the stuff is in the past but it's still here front and center ironically right here in the state that whites hold, told the native americans they could have for themselves mm-hmm. oklahoma only to turn around and take most of it right back sorry for the rant my blood is boiling i might have to go meme mug some random old phase today i can't wait for the feedback <laughs> show and i hope y'all have a great weekend <laughs> you you too baby and be safe out there in goddamn oklahoma i'm going dave and busters today and i'm gonna be looking at some old phase in they face today oh lord whooping they ass and some soul cow um <laughs> all right man we'll be back tomorrow just me and karen i believe and uh we'll be talking about all kinds of wackadoo stuff mm-hmm. um you know uh we appreciate everybody that left feedback don't forget if you if you're listening to this and you want to um leave feedback next week next week's your opportunities okay guys we'd love to hear from some more people um and if you want to leave us voicemails about how i'm not i'm so gender fluid and i'm hurting masculinity because i'm so powerful and me and mike brown ain't shit 
uh make sure you listen to our new voicemail message uh, on the way out because i think it's important are you pressed are you mad are you upset are you sad come here baby let me give you a hug because you act like nobody shows you love Get out your feelings, ho. Get, get, get out your feelings, ho. You say complaining, you say whining, you say whining, ho. What you need? A pack on the back, bitch. Or do you need some candy out the pack, bitch? And you got them feelings. That's right, guys. All right, until tomorrow. <laughs> I love you. I love you too. Mwah. Mwah. You know what? One more time. Hey, are you pressed? Are you mad? Are you upset? Are you sad? Give me a bit. Let me give, give you, you a hug. Cause you act like nobody show you love, Mike. Get out your feelings. Get out your feelings, Mike. You stay complaining. You stay crying. You stay whining, Mike. What you need? A pack on the back, bitch? Or do you need some candy in a package? Cause you always in your got the feelings. And that shit be straight.